0: Everybody, this is episode 431 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, February 9th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'm going to talk about some anime. Because I feel like talking about some anime now that I've caught up with everything that I am watching. I've watched everything that I I'm willing to watch dropping the last of the series I've, I'm going to drop this season. Most likely. Because I, once I get halfway through a series, I might as well just stick with it. Unless it's like... Well, yeah. If I was halfway through a 24-episode series, it'd be 12 episodes and not 6. But if I'm 6 episodes into a 24-episode series, I can still drop it. Because uh, 18 episodes is still a lot of episodes to watch. But I'm talking about that. And I've decided... <laughs> Because I don't stick with anything for longer than a month or two or even less. I'm just going to have this podcast be where I I, I ramble around. I'm not going to just do a topic per episode because I feel like that limits me. And then I find myself wanting to talk about things. And the way I do Pixelator Radio Redux, I just don't feel like going into a long... Just a bunch of nonsense. And then throwing in these three episodes. So that one's going to be more just, hey, here are the three episodes. Enjoy. And then that's that. So whatever. I just like rambling. I, I learned that. And also I think maybe because I'm doing the video, I just feel like rambling. Even though I'm not going to say, hey, you should watch a video. You can watch it and look at me. But you're not going to get anything out of it other than seeing my stupid really white face. I'm so pale. The the camera actually gives me some color. I'm whiter than I look in this video. I think maybe. It's actually, the 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 skin that you see, that's actually the clothing and this this shirt is my actual skin. This is my skin color right here. And I just did what I said I would never do. Whereas like, I'm talking about things that you can only see if you are watching the video. But, anime. The winter 2018 season is about eh, almost halfway through. I think there are some series that are around the the 4 or 5 episode mark. I don't think anyone is at 6 episodes yet. Maybe there's one. Yeah. The uh, Sora, Yorimo... Tui Basho, which is the, the Antarctica one, which is also a place further than the universe, which I guess Antarctica is a place further than the universe. And that's a pleasant little slice of life series about a group of young girls who are going to be going to Antarctica together. It's got a, It's got a good bit of humor to it. It's just a nice little sweet thing. Nothing too crazy. Pretty simple. Very pretty. It's a very pretty series to look at. So I appreciate that. But I want to talk about the series I've watched and haven't talked about yet. So I started watching Killing Bites and I'm all caught up with Killing Bites, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. No more. Anime Strike. And I want to say something about the killing of Anime Strike. While I appreciate that it's gone i don't like that they got rid of the entire structure of anime strike and just made it so if you want to find anime new old whatever you just search in the search bar you go to am the amazon video and you search for anime or whatever and then you get your list of it and Instead of having it where they used to have, like, oh, here are the the dubs we have, here are the, the new series we have, here are just classic ones, here are, like, action, here's some fantasy, here's romance or whatever, however it's set up. That's all gone. And now, you know, there's no longer... I wish they just kept an anime channel, or just kept Anime Strike, and instead of it being something you had to pay five bucks a month for, it's something that... You know, you got free with your Prime membership. And why not have it so that if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can pay the five bucks. But if you have Prime, it just is for free. Maybe do something like that. I don't know. But it is what it is. No going back now. But Killing Bytes is a series where, and I'm going to read the synopsis from my anime list. Something I always say I'm going to do. And then I do it and then I'm like, I'm not doing it for any of the other series. But I'm going to do it again. Let's see how far and how long that lasts. People have been created that are human-animal hybrids, and powerful businesses bet on the outcome of their duels. College student Nooto Yuya's casual acquaintances ask him to drive them around to pick up girls one day, which he soon finds out means by force. So there was a potential gang rape going on in the back of a van. That's how the show starts off. I was like, shit, this is, this is weird. I don't like this. this I, don't want, I don't know if I want to watch this. The girl they kidnap is an animal-human hybrid named Hitomi, who slaughters all of them except Yua. Hitomi is a honey badger, which has been called the most fearless of all animals. Now Hitomi is assigned to stay with Yuya for his protection, because he has become her sponsor or whatever, He has gotten lots of money. He's the the sole business that is representing her or whatever, bets on her, is responsible for her or whatever. And this series is where a group of, I think, four organizations, clans, I don't know exactly, they all have been around for centuries and they send warriors or whatever to battle and the winner, I don't know, gets prestige or some shit. And now they have these human-animal hybrids that they have been able to create after learning some kind of genetic manipulation or whatever, and some people are able to be altered this way, not everyone. And it's it's just really enjoyable trash. It's really stupid, it's over-the-top, it's ridiculous, but it's enjoyable, it's fun. It's a fun pile of trash. You know what it is when the males who transform transform into the complete version of the animal. The women transform in such a way that you can still see the nice big bosoms and their butts and everything. So, they still... You still get to see them in their brown panties. But their, their hands will get all furry and they'll have a tail and they'll get some ears and shit like that. So it's trash. It is trash. But it is fun and it is enjoyable. The art is... It all it varies. Sometimes it, it it looks like I like the look of Hitomi, and I like her in her transform thing, and it's very exaggerated in how muscular they are, how curvy they are, how like and really angular. Angular. It's not you know not curvy or smooth, but angular, and I, I like that kind of look. So I like that. Um, the one thing I don't like about it is that Hitomi in every single episode has to say at some point something along the lines i might not be remembering it word for word but which is like fighting another one of these hybrids it's something like hey it doesn't matter about blah 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 whoever has the sharpest fangs wins and that's what killing bites is and she has to say it every episode at least once Maybe the last episode, she said it twice or three times, and I was like, "Shut up! I already, kn- I know what killing bites is at this point. Everyone watching does. Shut the hell up already! I can't take it. It's, it's so ridiculous. Um, but it's kind of fun in how ridiculous and stupid it is. And that's what makes it trashy because she has to keep telling us what killing bites is. It's, it's where the the who has the sharpest fangs wins. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, but if you if you want some fun trash and you want to see a bunch of furry, half-furry women in bikinis with big breasts and all that shit, and it, there there was in the second episode, full frontal, not the vagina area, but you had some naked breasts in there too, so it's uncensored. And, yeah, if you want to see that. It only happened that one time, so. It's not full of uh, naked breasts. But if that's your thing, whatever. Then you go watch Freezing. Piece of that. God, I hate that show. And I also checked out Sounding Oil Boys. A.K.A. Sound Ro- Sounding Oil Danchi. Which is... I watched two episodes of this and then I dropped it. It is the show where... A group of high school boys are all into various mascot characters like Hello Kitty and whatnot. And it's it's just really boring. I can appreciate that it seems to be wanting to put out the message, Hey, you should just like what you like. Be true to yourself. Be yourself. Don't try to be something else for other people. Just... You know, be yourself and like what you like. I appreciate that. It's just a really, really boring series. I've only watched two episodes. Maybe it gets more exciting. But I don't think it does because the entirety of the first two episodes were boring as all hell. The only part I really liked, and this may be the funniest thing in any series, all season, is when the main character, I think Kuta... Is helping this little girl who's lost and she's crying, Wow, we mommy, mommy, mommy. And he's helping her out. They're making faces and then he sees that she has some mascots, little like coin purse, little thing. And he is like, Oh, that's that's so cute. You know, blah 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 and she's like, Yeah it is, you like it too, you like it too? And you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she turns around like, oh, it's a cute little butt. And then there's some text on there that says that the butthole is the most popular part of this mascot or maybe any mascot. And then he starts poking at it. he's like, oh, squishy, squishy, squishy. He's like poking the cheek. Uh, what would be the cheek, the butt cheek? And he's like, oh, squishy, squishy. It's so cute, isn't it? And then she starts poking the butthole. And she's like, squishy, yes, squishy, squishy. You're so cute. And that really got me i i don't know i guess i'm just a sucker for little girls poking animal mascots in the butthole so sue me but i i really wish that was stuff like that was more prevalent in the series because that was about six episodes not six, six minutes into the first episode i think it's fairly early on, and I was kind of iffy. And then that happened. I'm like, oh, I'm liking this. If this is the humor I can expect, even if it's just sporadically, I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep watching this. But that wasn't the case, and that's sad because I wanted more little girls poking buttholes. And what I got was sob stories from Kota and you know, a, a strong message. I'd say, but just. Uh, an overall anime that wasn't doing much for me. And other than that, I also watched, I think it's Beatless. Is that what it is? Beatless on Amazon, which is a story. I'll I'll read you the synopsis for this. With the introduction of an ultra-advanced AI that surpasses human intelligence beings that mankind is yet to fully comprehend, made from materials far too advanced for human technology being coming into being begin coming into being, LASIA, an HIE equipped with a black coffin shaped device, is one of these. In boy meets girl fashion, seventeen year old Arato Endo has a fateful encounter with the artificial Lassia. From what For what purpose were these artificial beings created? Amid questions regarding the coexistence of these artificial beings and humans, a 17-year-old boy makes the decision. So, it's a a series where humans and AI live together. And a lot of humans don't treat AI that well. Um, Not everyone wants to have a helper in their home. So there's discrimination in that sense. Like an iRobot or things like that. Or not Plastic Memories. Uh, I think I think this is from the same person who did Plastic Memories, which makes sense. But two episodes I watched, and there's a 24-episode series. After two episodes, I just I didn't really care. They didn't give me much reason to care. And there were, there were parts of it that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It just... I didn't understand why this AI, Lassia, decided to join and become, she had, whatever, uh, Aratos. she had him become her owner. And I just didn't get that. So, and there are other things that are just like, oh, this is not following. And she has these other sisters who are also super capable fighting robots. And I thought they were all working together. But now it doesn't seem like they are. Or either Lasia decided to go off on her own. And she just wants to be normal or something. And in the second episode they already do fanservice crap. And have her become a model. And then you see how humans. Then like they. These AI can hack humans and whatever. And then it ends with like. One of uh, Athro Arato's friends. You learn that he is like. Hacking or whatever, he's like in some I don't know little terrorist group against the they. I, I just there's there's crap going on and the the series in two episodes didn't make me care about any of it. So I was like, mm, I am not sticking around. This is twenty four episodes. No, I'm already like watching twelve episodes, uh, twelve series this season. I don't need a thirteenth that is twice as long and so far doing nothing for me. So I drop that um i also checked out citrus which seems to be a series that if you know the source material and you already knew you were into it you're liking it and if you didn't maybe not so much it is yuri and it is smutty and gross and uncomfortable and there are bits of the story that make no sense i'll, I'll redo the synopsis before I just talk about how much I don't like it and how I dropped it after what episode. Fashionable Yuzu imagined the first day at her new school she transferred to after her mother's remarriage a bit differently. She didn't know it'd be an ultra-strict and conservative girl's school, so instead of a sweet high school romance, she butts heads with the stern student council president, May, who turns out to be her new stepsister, And she has to learn that hate and attraction are often not that far apart. Which, that already is, uh, I don't know. Um, It's a really weird setup because her mother remarries this guy. And they have to move however far away from where they used to live. And she has to go to this new school. Somehow, the mother never told her that she had a stepsister. So, she had no idea until this student council president, who she butt heads with at school... Comes home after that day, so she didn't even know until after they had already met in school. That's weird. It's also weird that this man who she married, she remarried for, and moved for is not there because he just left to go do whatever work he is doing and he'll be gone for a very long time, I think, or something. So she picked up her life and her child's life, remarried this person so that she can move to this new place and never see him. And the the president, May, made it sound like he's never home. So why? Why? Is he, like, super rich and just gave her a cushy life? I don't know. And then May is, I believe, engaged to a teacher at the school, and she at one point is pushed up against a wall and is making out with this teacher. Or he's sort of forcefully making out with her. She seems kind of okay with it, I guess. But it is really weird and uncomfortable and awkward and inappropriate, regardless of whether they're engaged or not. And then at the end of the episode, May takes Yuzu and constrains her, grabs both her, her arms and puts her down. She gets on top of her. And starts making out with her after Yuzu, I think, maybe confronts her about what she was doing in in school with the teacher. And then she just, like, falls on top of her, holds her down, and forcefully kisses her for maybe, like, 30 seconds. And you hear her just, like, you know, audibly not wanting to do that. And I, if you're into that, fucking whatever. Good for you. I I don't like that shit, and so I have no desire to watch any of this. I was going in hoping, hey, maybe there'd be more romance in this than just smutty sexual bullshit that is, at times, well, so far, fucking really inappropriate and uncomfortable and just wrong. It's, I mean, what she did to her stepsister... Is weird in the whole, even though they're not blood-related, the, the, you know, it's trying to, once again, with the, the, the sibling thing, it's trying to walk around and like, hey, they're technically not blood-related, so it's okay. And also, you know, sexual assault. Who cares, really, right? I mean, you know what? They're they're young girls. They're also family now. It's fine. Plus, you know, we're going to find out that Yuzu likes it, too. So it's going to be okay. Fuck that shit. Not not for me. Uh, Other than that, I can't think if there was another series that I haven't talked about in the past already. How slow can i continue talk i uh, i did pick up, i dropped and then just decided to keep watching death march that's a that's a dumb thing but whatever i just get annoyed by how often we keep seeing the little notifications about that it's an mmo oh he's acquired this skill he's acquired this thing oh this happened he's collected this items like Ugh. I don't. It gets a bit annoying, and they've introduced a new character who has an annoying voice and an annoying personality. Maybe she'll be in line after her introduction episode. I forget what her name is, but she's a little, little weirdo who then straddled our our main hero when he was sleeping and tried to brainwash him. So that's always fun when you get a little girl who gets butt naked on top of you. And tries brainwashing you into going at it with her. She wanted to do it. She wanted to do it, do it, do it. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think the only other series that I haven't talked about is Emiya-san Shi no, Kyo no Gahan, otherwise known as today's menu for the Emiya family. And... Synopsis for this is, in this story, fate and food meet in a delicious and gentle world. It's nothing but an ordinary meal scene. Delicious meals are served at the Emiya's dinner table every day through spring, summer, fall, and winter. Let's see what's for dinner today. It's a 12-minute short, really about cooking. It has characters from, like, the Fate Stay Night franchise and maybe some other ones, too. It It's fine. I'm glad it's 12 minutes and not 24. There's no way I'd watch it if it's 24. It looks good, and I appreciate that they go so in-depth with the cooking and the um, preparation of the food. But it's still just not that interesting of a series, unless you really just want to learn some recipes and stuff like that. I I want more from my cooking series than just the food. So I want a little bit more personality, you know, whatever it may be. Like if if it's Food Wars and it's really crazy and over-the-top and ridiculous, um, or if it's really, really sweet and cute like Sweetness and Lightning, I want a little bit more from my cooking series. And this has yet to give me any of that. It's only been two episodes, though. It's, it's I think, the series that has the fewest episodes so far. So it must be a, a late bloomer. But, you know, it's on... Crunchyroll, twelve minutes. So, you want to check it out? Give it, give it, give it a go. And that is it anime wise so far. So, right now, what I'm watching, I've got let's see, thirteen series. It's crazy, but you know, I, after I got all caught up with everything from last season and I started everything this season, it felt good to just. I, I realized how much I missed anime it's just it, it feels good and there there are a lot of good series this season especially slice of life which is my favorite really um but i'm watching the season 2 and that's fine um short which is okay but you I, I i mentioned this like a few episodes ago i think watching darling in the franks x x x which is something i i fight with cuz i think it's really pretty. I like a lot of it. I just don't like how it is overly sexual in the way it it frames a lot of scenes. I I can I can accept because of the story and maybe what they're trying to say that the the way the the robots work is that the the girl gets into a you know, doggy style position and the man essentially kind of mounts her and then Grips the handles that are coming out of both sides. And her, the back of her head is the HUD. And, you know. He, but they have to have so many shots of camel toes and asses that I just. I can't take it so much. But I, I keep. I just. I stick with it because I like pretty much everything else about it. Um, And. Death March, like I said. It's just. It's okay. I thought maybe I would throw that out and just watch the dub but I heard the dub and this is what, whenever I do watch a dub of a series, it's usually a series that I drop or am otherwise not at all, not as interested in, but I make sure and you know whether I read it or check out for myself that tonally it is still the same and that the, the writing is not a huge departure, so if it's changes the tone i'm not going to do it and if it changes the right the writing substantially i'm not going to check it out and from what i read the dove for death march changes the main character and makes him more it gives him more personality i guess where he's kind of just this like oh, I'm, I'm going along with all this stuff and whatever and i don't like that because a lot of people criticize his lack of personality or how accepting of this and how he hasn't questioned like I, I do kind of get that at this point though it seems like after this fifth episode that he's gonna maybe have some more questions because of what the the young girl revealed to him i i i think that his lack of excitability and just how constantly playing and just unemotionally is is kind of i don't want to say endearing but i i kind of like it so i don't want to see that change then, you know, uh, Dami san Gakuin Babysitters, which I adore. Uh, Hakata Tonkotsu Ramens, which is interesting. It is a little, like, I guess it was maybe like a murder mystery. But now I, I, don't, know, I don't know where the story is going to go with that one. But I'm interested to see where it goes. And I've, en- I'm, I've enjoyed the characters it has. That's always a, a strong thing. Like, if I'm not so sure about a story... As long as you have strong characters that keep me invested and make me want to watch where they go, even if I'm not sure where they're going, you know, I'll stick around. Then <laughs> Ito Junji Collection, which is still fucking shit. It's awful. But it's fun. It's it's my hate watch series of the season. Then Karaka Junzu no Takagi san, which is. A very, very sweet little series about young first love, basically. It's a show where these two characters, um, Taka, Takagi and uh, Ninshikata, are teasing each other all the time. And Takagi is pretty much always the winner in these scenarios. But she's teasing them because she likes them. And that's very true. And the way they tease is very cute and funny. And it's just sweet seeing them play off each other. And, you know, they have these side characters who are fun to watch uh, in little doses, which is what they only ever give you. So I like that as well. And then Killing Bites, great trash. After the Rain, which is the second best series of the season it's a it's a it's something where this this young girl uh in high school she was a track star she got injured, kind of got her a bit down she ended up in this rainstorm and stumbled into this sort of diner where this manager gave her like a free cake or something and she grew attached to him, got a little crush for him started working there and it's going through this story as she is learning more about herself and it is walking around this relationship she has with him and you know he knows that she likes her he no he knows that she likes him and he's like this is crazy she's too young and she's very persistent and he she uh, got him to Agree to go on a date with her. Um, because he's just. He's very. He's he's not. He's a very. Easy to manipulate kind of person. He's. Trying to find the right word. But. Um, I really like the way that it's handling. The whole thing right now. Because it's not being creepy. It's being very real. And. I I appreciate. And like that it's. It's it's towing that line very well. I do every single time I watch it, every episode. I'm always so nervous that they're finally going to cross that bridge and get into full-on creep level, uh, creep territory. But so far, so good. Nothing like that. So that's that's good. I I like that. Um, so that's a really good series. That's on Amazon. Then Coca Cola. Koku, which is this interesting little thing where this family has this stone that allows them to stop time and move through it and manipulate things a bit but you can't do too much and you can't harm people who are frozen because then this thing will come get you and some of the family was kidnapped and they went through this they stopped time to retrieve them but then there were these other people who were able to move through this frozen space as well and there are people who actually want to get this stone from the family and you know, it's, it's not bad. It's it doesn't have a lot of color, but I'm interested in seeing where the story goes. I like some of the characters. The the family bickers a lot, which is true to life, but can get a little annoying. The father's especially a piece of shit. And I want him to just die, because he's a piece of crap. Um, but it has the best OP of the season. It's an incredible OP. It may be one of the best of all time. It may end up being there. It's really good. I always enjoy listening to it. And then, Merano Kakata, which is How to Keep a Mummy. Just super adorable. And then, Sorayori tui Basho, which is a place beyond... I don't, I don't know. What is it? What is this called again? It's the Antarctica show. A place further than the universe. And this is the show where a group of young ladies are going to be going to Antarctica. And it's sweet and cute. And it's a very, very pretty series. I love the art style. It looks great. And, you know, it's nice. It is the better. Like, I I dropped Yuri or... Is it Yuri Camp? Or Yuru Yuru Camp? Whatever the stupid laid-back camp is. I just... The camping information was spare... And I didn't care about it, and I didn't really care about any of the characters. But, you know, I got Antarctica. So there, I got Antarctica. And that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. You all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my, on my list, Steam, and all the usual places, at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am thekush Three. The site is, of course, sausage.com, where you can find this podcast, Pixelated Radio Redux, and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which if you like to, I don't know what the hell is going on right there, but you can find all those podcasts on all usual podcast places, like Stitcher Radio, and Google Play Store, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever. Yeah. You can also find the art I do on the site or, or by going to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support this site in general and everything we do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. So that will do it for this final episode of the week. And if you're in a place where you're getting snow... Hopefully it's not too bad, and you have a snowblower, or you have other people who will shovel the snow for you. I'm going to go shovel it right now, because I don't. I think I got like six inches out there right now, so that's what I'm going to go and do. So uh, that is where I say goodbye, and I will say that right now in the way I always say goodbye. So.